0: Serious, people who killed in self defense, what's your story? I was back at my home country during a civil war. Some people started going to random villages and draft mails and use them as soldiers. They eventually came to our house and took me a 12 u and my brother a 10 u It was a few hours drive until we eventually reached a checkpoint where we would be stationed them being animals one of the commanders took me and my brother to an abandoned building close to that checkpoint and then took off his gear and was trying to abuse my brother. I was scared and in a panic I grabbed a decent sized rock and hit him in the back of the head before he can do anything to my brother. He fell and I got on top of him and smashed his face over and over and over with the rock until it was caved in. Me and my brother then ran from that abandoned spot through some mountains and kept running until we reached a city nearby. We went to a nearby mosque washed the blood off of us and told the sheikh in that area to help us and that we were from said village. To our luck he was a decent human being and returned us back to our village. A few years later we moved to the US. My brother killed himself 2 years ago and I am still in school. Neither me or my brother told anyone about what happened in that spot all they know is that we escaped. I was with an abusive ex who would come home drunk every night. One night. We had a fight bc I had my phone on vibrate and that obviously meant I was sleeping with other ppl behind his back. He left for a while and came home drunker than I'd ever seen him. He wasn't making coherent sentences but he lunged at me and wrapped his hands around my neck and sat on my chest. I thought I was going to die. I had done some BJJ when I was younger and managed to pull me legs up under his crotch and then with everything I had, I pushed him off me. He hit his head on the sharp corner of a table we had in the living room and went still. I figured he had been knocked out so I went outside and called the police. I was gonna put his ass in jail. I had the deepest purple bruises in perfect fingerprint form around my neck. He would've gone to jail. I smoked a cigarette outside. Walked back in after I calmed my nerves just to make sure he wasn't awake and coming for me. He had a huge pool of blood under him. It was almost black looking so I stood there trying to figure out wtf I was looking at. Put two and two together and the rest is history. Years of therapy. Self defense plea. Open and shut. Edit. Thanks for the awards. Although I'm not so sure this deserved them. To answer some questions really quickly. I was toxic and terrible in my early 20s. Had some priors and I was taken into the police station. To say I was charged would probably be going too far. I wasn't. So I should have worded that better. I simply mean. Everything was investigated. I did stay in a holding facility overnight IDK. Why exactly? I live in a town that's less than 1kppl so it's not like a big city with big smart cops. His mom was in prison and his sister lived in Idaho so I haven't spoken with either. I was asked to not attend THR funeral. I'm so far from a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu master that it's insane. Had a very brief brush with it when my brother took it. I wasn't thinking when this assault occurred other than escape and survive. You'd be surprised what you can do when you have to in order to live. My wife and I were awakened in the middle of the night by someone banging on our sliding glass door on the porch. I turned on the outdoor lights and saw a shirtless man pacing back and forth, smacking the glass with his palms hard. As soon as he saw me in the light he went berserk, smashing against the door even harder, trying to open the door or lift it off the tracks to get in. I shouted to him to calm down, calm down, calm down. By the way, shouting for someone to calm down never works. He looked like someone you'd see in one of those exotic drug freakouts on YouTube. Unresponsive. Zombie like. All I could imagine was him coming in to smash us to bits. He seemed super strong and didn't know how the glass was withstanding his blows. My wife was on the phone with the cops while I was trying to mellow him. He eventually gave up on the door and smashed his way out through the screen porch. I thought it was over but heard my wife shout he's coming around the side. I heard banging on the glass of our bedroom window. He was smacking hard against it until I heard crash and the glass was shattered. At that point I switched from pure fear into fear and anger. I was in the kitchen and scanned for a weapon. I grabbed the butcher knife from the top of the knife block. Thinking what the hell am I going to do with this? I couldn't mercy kill a rat in a trap let alone stab someone. Maybe I'll just poke at him to scare him off. I ran into the bedroom. He had smashed another window and I could hear him trying to crawl through the blinds. I screamed at him to leave or I'd kill him. Took a poke at him which was deflected somehow. Then fear and anger switched to pure fury. I plunged the blade into his chest with all my strength. I still can feel that thrust to this day it was awful, that snapped him out of whatever state he was in, he screamed my chest, and ran off, the cops found him a couple houses down the street, dead in a pool of blood, the first days after were just shock and disbelief, but family, friends, my counsellor were all supportive, I half assed went into work over the next week or so even though my boss said to take whatever time I needed, time healed quicker than I thought it would, the man was not under the effects of drugs, He'd had a bad schizophrenic episode. He had fought with someone in a nearby group home, was locked in his room, then escaped through his window before the caregiver discovered the escape. He had tried to get into two other houses in the neighborhood before coming to mine. I wish I knew more about him and hope he is at peace. I think about him every day. I felt like I was spared and given another chance. I appreciate life's little gifts more now. It's somehow made me a better person. At least I hope. I hope he's better now. 2. I want to comment on this to get it off my chest since I don't have opportunities to talk about this with my friends since I'm scared of what they will think. I was born in Honduras. I live in the US now. And from what I remember, it was a very deserted place. I spent most of my time with my walking to this girl's house who was around 16 years old. A couple other kids would come to her house since education was hardly accessible. She would teach us our shapes, animals, colors act. After class was over I went home and I heard my aunt scream from the kitchen, Auda Auda. And then I remember that my uncle kept a gun hidden covered in rocks beside an old bathtub outside. That's where we bathed. He knew how dangerous it could be in this area so he prepared me for everything. Went around the back and grabbed it as fast as I could. I went in and there stood a man with a knife threatening my aunt. I didn't really grasp what was happening but I shot him without any second guesses like I was taught by my uncle. I honestly still don't believe I did something like that to this day and I don't know what would've happened to my aunt if I didn't get there sooner. I still don't feel comfortable talking about this to my friends but I just want to get it off my chest. Sorry for any grammar mistakes. English isn't my first language. Edit. Thank you guys so much for all the support and thank you for the silver. gold and platinum kind stranger. Worked for an armed messenger service, those guys that drop off cash and pick up deposits from banks businesses in the armored trucks. Not even 10am and as I was opening the door to the truck, I saw a huge guy, I'm not tiny, over 6 feet and well proportioned, in the mirror, meant just for this thing. Get out of a car and run towards me. He put me in a chokehold and started grabbing for my gun. He manhandled me like I weighed nothing. Would have easily gotten the gun if it wasn't a L3 holster. I managed to draw it. Press it against him and started pulling the trigger before I blacked out. I have no idea what he would have done if he got the gun and I'm not used to just being tossed around like that. He turned out to be blind drunk and played for a college football team. Some guy tries to mug me in the street. He tells me to give him my wallet. I pulled my concealed carry and shot him in the leg. Fatal. And pelvis as I pulled up my gun. Grab his gun. A snub nose revolver. Out of his hand and see the chamber. It was empty. That ducked me up for years. Edit. From some of the comments I see. I should point out the revolver was still in his waistband. With his hand on the grip. When I pulled my weapon. I've shared this before. Not sure if it was accidental. But while in college in my first apartment. I came home from work at 3am some dude was in the hallway outside my door and i had a bad feeling about it i paused and went to get the mail hoping he would leave nope i come back and he is waiting at my door i asked him what was up and he said he was looking for john my name is not john and i lived alone i asked him to move and let me in my door he told me to duck off and get john i slid between him and the door opened it and he pushed his way in I pushed him out He took a swing at me, I swung back hitting him in the eye, which caused him to fall back and hit his head. Out cold. Forever. Apparently John was the guy who lived in the apartment before me. The dead guy spent 5 years in jail because of John ratting him out for drugs. Dead guy came to get some revenge. Got dead instead. I was 12, the oldest of 3 brothers. We were home alone while my parents were out on date night. At maybe 10pm we hear a loud banging at the front door before a man broke the lock with his sheer body weight and momentum. I told my brothers to hide in my room while I went to my parents room for their shotgun. The whole time this guy is yelling about where are my keys and he starts coming upstairs when he heard me fumbling as I tried to load the shotgun. He flung the door to my parents room open and I fell back with the gun shaking in my hands. I closed my eyes and pulled the trigger twice. The first one caught him in the legs and the recoil made the second shot catch his entire torso. The poor man had been drunk and lived a few houses down the way. But I didn't learn that until after. All I could focus on was how he was begging his mother. She wasn't there. Not to let him die in that he was sorry he let her down as he slowly died on the floor just feet away from me. Shared this before. But I was staying with my grandfather while my parents were out of state and I woke up to a noise coming from upstairs, main floor. I was in the basement and just knew it wasn't my grandfather. He has hearing damage from Vietnam and it didn't wake him up. But there was banging around and heavy footsteps. I was in the room with the gun cabinet. So I grabbed a shotgun and went to check it out. When I got to the top of the stairs I just saw a guy in the living room going through stuff so I pressed the safety and said he needed to leave. He turned around and saw my unthreatening scared as a 14 year old self and told me to just go back downstairs and mind my business. So I repeated myself. He turned around and started walking towards me with something in his hand. So I fired. At this point my grandpa is very awake and comes out of his room and just tells me to look away and call the police. Thankfully due to all the factors of him being a repeat offender, having a weapon, my age, and castle laws, it didn't go any further than the police coming and asking me questions. It messed me up for a while, and I still think about it often. But I got over it and realized that as unfortunate as it was, I didn't have a whole lot of options at that point. I was headed to work, about a half hour late, at 2 am, and lived in the bar district. As I was headed down the stairs, my front window broke and somebody appeared to be coming in. I shot and got him through the collarbone and into his chest, called the police after. He was drunk and was hitting on a female bartender on her way to her car. She threw him off and into my window as she was a former marine. It ended up that his family sued me for wrongful death. I had to sue her for damage to my property and she sued him for assault. Texas ruled that she was defending herself. He assaulted her, and by suffering the consequences of his actions, forcefully entered my property. Charges were filed against his estate, and he was responsible for my window and damage to the property. She was responsible for $500 between my time off and my deposit on bail, which her insurance covered, and I was responsible for his legal fees. Should I have shot if I knew the whole situation? No. But somebody seemingly coming into your house at 2am when you're either normally asleep or not there means you have the right to defend. Castle doctrine is a blessing. When I was 12 I was taken on my walk home from school. I was gone a month. I was given very little food and almost no water at all. He told me that he was a friend of my grandmother that she said he needed to watch me for a little since my grandmother was going to be out of town. It turned out he was actually someone from my grandmother's past that had been stalking her for years and had even moved across country to follow her. The first day he locked me in a wall cement basement. Every time he left he would lock the door and push the dresser over it so I could not escape. I remember always thinking about how my grandmother could leave me with someone so evil. He would come home drunk and beat me and his son. His son was a year younger than me until we were bloody. On the 4th or 5th day I tried to run away but unfortunately he got to me before I could escape. For my punishment he tied me up to the backside of the house naked with a sock in my mouth and sprayed me with one of those really powerful hoses. Made my body red. I could hear his son begging him to stop and that I didn't mean to try and leave. On the 3rd week. He started to sexually assault us. I was raped 6 times while there. He had threatened to cut off the d and balls of whoever tried to leave and make the other watch. I can say I don't get scared of almost anything ever but in that moment I was the most terrified I had ever and will ever be. On Thursday of the fourth week he let me out to use the toilet. I remember feeling so weak. I lost so much weight and my skin color was going whiter the more days passed by. When he let me out I made a run for it up the stairs into the second floor of the house. His son had ran up with me. I ran into a room and hid behind the closet door. His son ran to the balcony and was trying to figure out a way down safely. A moment later his father was in the room screaming at his son and all the horrible things he was going to do. He had thought I climbed down and ran. The man was talking about how they needed to get out of there and other thing I can't quite remember. He had his son in hand and was walking down the stairs. Everything went blank. I don't remember what happened exactly in this moment but all I can remember is one second I was hiding behind the door and then it's like I blinked and I was pushing the man down the stairs. I pushed him down the stairs. God I hate remembering that I killed someone. He had cracked his neck. Even if it was self defense. Killing someone is one of the most horrific things in life. Knowing that someone who had dreams and thoughts. Grew up with family and had been in love with someone before just like you might have or will just for you to take everything away and leave nothing but a rotting shell is scaring. A lot of this was a big blank in my mind until my friend, his son, reminded me of a lot of things. When the cops came his son and I were both starved, dehydrated, raped. Black and blue and white and as my grandmother said freezings to the touch we both have scares on our bodies to this day but is seen to be a lot less noticeable. It's sickening how much evil is in this word. Me and his son kept in contact after the events that transpired. Actually we are best friends now and call and talk quite a bit. When I'm in Canada I stay with him. A little after all of this happened my grandmother moved us to the USA for some years. I will never forget what happened but I will never feel bad for myself for what happened because I know I only had to deal with it for a month. Who knows how long his son had to deal with all of that. Not offending myself, but a young woman hanging of a footbridge. A guy had dragged a young woman into a park in the early hours and tried to abuse her a couple of times. But she had fought him off. Tried to run and hide in a park area she didn't really know in the dark. Got caught again. Fought him off again. And then finally got caught once more while approaching a footbridge. I was walking home and by the time I had stumbled across them he had tried to throw her off the bridge. She was desperately clinging to the side on the other side of the rail. At the time I felt nothing because our altercation took mere seconds to surprise him with some hits to sensitive areas on the back and head. Throw him over. And pull her up. Over the next several months coping with it was simply making sure she was okay and being there if she needed someone to talk to. She's okay. She met a nice fella and moved away. Long term my feelings have always been he made the decision to hurt someone on his own. He lost the basic courtesy and respect all people deserve but still need to earn. It was not possible to rehabilitate him in that moment. I had more worries about the bugs I may have walked on while in the park. She was by far my main concern. We both lied a little when the police turned up. I didn't want to get charged because I got him from behind. The rules are different here in the UK compared to most posts I'm seeing here from North America. We found out much later he was suspected of raping or assaulting multiple women. I would do it again if needed although maybe I would chat less to random strangers at the train station about silly things before walking home so that I would have arrived at the park earlier and maybe stopped the whole terrible ordeal happening to her in the first place. Some people are just born to be cunts. One night I was walking home. Pretty late like 2am in the morning. I was 16 at that time and I happened to pass a bar. One drunk old dude said hey. Come here and buy me a beer. I started to walk faster and pretend I didn't hear him. Right after that he jumps on my back. trying to choke me. Managed to fall hard on my back. He was still piggy riding me. Unfortunately when we fell he hit his head on the curb. I commented about this on another post. But I don't think anyone saw it. So I will talk about it here as well. I was on patrol in Afghanistan just outside of free on board airborne in the summer of 2014. I was the platoon's assigned sniper for that deployment. We took contact on the top of a ridge and as I was reacting to the contact. Everything went to it. The unit had just recently switched from a cavalry unit to an infantry unit, and thus most of the leadership were brand new and had never deployed before. So, when this massive amount of enemy fire kicked off, a fire team became cut off and pinned down in the open. Both squad leaders and the acting platoon sergeant all disappeared, and basic mass hysteria started everywhere. I tried to return fire but nobody knew where the fire was coming from and all I knew was, was that they could obviously see me and were shooting at me. Luckily, I had a big rock for cover and was kneeled down behind it. Each time I tried to get up, I would take fire. As I was kneeled down I had my hand on the rock and saw dust start kicking up on the rock. It didn't dawn on me what was happening until a round struck the rock between my thumb and forefinger. They had maneuvered behind us and we were now in a complex ambush and very much pinned down. I dropped to my ass and turned around. Just dumping rounds. The fight went on for over 4 hours before we got a quick reaction force out to help us. During that time, I killed at least 2 people. Both were at around 800 meters away and I saw them die through my optic. There were apparently others. But I couldn't confirm them. The thing that has stuck with me the most over the years. Is that I didn't feel anything afterwards. Not happiness or sadness. And that's what probably messed me up the most. I was worried that I had detached too much from reality and wasn't the same anymore. I had know that I had killed others before on my first deployment. But I never saw them die so it never really sank in that I had killed them. Nor do I know how many I had actually killed besides those two on that day. This was a few years ago. I was going back to home after a visit to my bank. I realized that someone was following me. I tried to ignore it first but he kept following me. I changed my direction so that I don't go near my home. Then to finally confirm whether it was real I pretended to tie my shoelaces. The guy took this as an opportunity and lunged at me. I realized what was happening just in time. I stood up hurriedly. He bumped into me and I fell down again. I thought I was done for. But the guy fell down too on the road and got run over. I have a fear of roads ever since then. Even when I am driving. I know it doesn't make sense that I would develop a phobia of roads after this. But that's what happened. When I was 13 yo. I was babysitting my younger brother. Parents were out having a dinner date. At the time my family lived on a dirt road, away from the city, quiet place. So my parents didn't think much of leaving me alone with my 9 year old little brother for an hour or two. I was putting him to bed when I heard a knock on the door. This knock was loud and he banged several times before stopping for a moment. Then I heard glass shatter. I immediately grabbed my 22 long rifle my parents got for me and hid in my little brother's room behind his bed with rifle mounted at the door told him to hide under the bed and make no noise whatsoever no matter what happens. I had forgotten about my cell phone on the kitchen table halfway across the house. I remember thinking to myself to protect my little brother at any cost. I heard a lot of noises coming from inside my house. First in the kitchen. Then living room. Then my room. Then finally the hallway to my little brother's room. As the door opened I seen an unfamiliar guy. He quickly seen me then rushed me. As there was a good 5-10 steps from the door to my brother's bed I fired all the rounds in my rifle, 5 rounds if anyone is wondering. I just remember him dropping on the floor with a loud thud, my brother crying, and allot of blood. I called my parents after which they called the police. After talking with my parents, they told me the police said that the guy was our next door neighbor and a registered 6 offender most likely was staking out the house and he noticed we were home but our parents weren't. Honestly it hasn't affected me as an adult. I did what had to be done. And I don't regret anything. Needless to say. Any future dinner dates my parents had back then they brought us along. Which was nice. I was attacked by a dude in front of my house. I didn't kill him. But he was in a wheelchair for 2 months afterwards. I learned yesterday that he spent 11 years in prison for raping a minor under 14. I probably would have killed him had I known at the time. I was a door gunner in Iraq for a hello squadron. Our main mission was casualty evacuation. 99% of the time we didn't fire weapons. Either we didn't take fire or those shooting at us were too far away to actually hit us. Point being we typically were not shooting at anyone. One mission I happened to be on involved grunts taking fire. We were nearby and they radioed us for cover fire. From the air it was just shooting a green patch on the ground. However after the fight we provided the evacuation support for the wounded. One of the wounded was an enemy combatant that couldn't have been older than 16. Maybe younger. There isn't a day that goes by that the image of him doesn't flash into my thoughts. Didn't end up pulling the trigger but came close. I'd purchased an old Russian bolt action at a killer deal. I bought it for hunting but always figured it would be good for self defense at the house since it was my first gun. I was 19. My dad was working out of town and my mom was working nights. I was the oldest looking after my siblings. Someone broke into the backyard and was trying to bust an our back door with a piece of my mom's bench he'd broken. I locked my siblings in the furthest room and called the cops but I was worried he'd break through before they got there. I threw 5 rounds in the rifle and went out the side door to get the jump on him. Guy was on drugs or something. Saw no car was in the driveway and wanted to ransack the place. I bucked some threats at the guy and managed to get him out the door and wake a neighbor or two. I spoke and acted with authority but I was desperately trying to keep myself from visibly shaking. I kept thinking please don't make me do this. Please don't make me do this. Always thought to myself that if someone threatened me or my loved ones I'd be able to deal with them. But in that moment I wanted nothing more than for him to just comply. Don't know what I would have done if he made me shoot him. Some crackhead threatened my baby mama with a knife in the parking lot of a hooters. I punched him upside his head breaking my hand in the process i later learned that he died from an infection because his cerebrospinal fluid was exposed never before have i seen this many deleted replies posted on a different thread a while ago but it fits this one too so here goes i didn't kill a person but my neighbor's dog animal death warning for anyone who's bothered by that stuff it was one of my neighbor's retired police dog german shepherd and had been having issues with PTSD. It became very aggressive towards other neighbors and actually broke my elderly neighbor's arm by chasing her down and using her forearm as its own personal rag doll. The community wanted it put down after that incident but the owner just said she'd muzzle the dog. I straight up told her if that dog ever attacked anyone in my family, I had young siblings. I would kill it. All was good for about 2-3 months until one day when my two little sisters, 8yo and 6yo, we're outside playing and I heard them start screaming. I ran outside and this dog had them trapped on the play set in our front yard. It was a wooden castle type of structure and they had climbed up on top of the roof so the dog couldn't reach them. I grabbed my older brother's aluminum baseball bat and went over to confront the dog. It didn't have a muzzle on and seemed very angry. I yelled at it and it charged me. So as it jumped at me, I just swung at it and made contact with its head. That killed the dog immediately. Dog's owner was pissed. Cops were called. My parents and other neighbors backed me up. Nothing more happened. We moved away a few months later after she adopted another dog.